0: Love Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. we going into some of that order consciousness tonight. levels in time, order, importance, the most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence, and indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics and the root based on value with natural characteristics. Radiates electromagnetistics of sound through the effing that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, the instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And they definite multitude, quantity, or distance. Water. System regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Radio. And radiates electromagnetistics of sound through the effing that your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand. Something like this every Wednesday can become, so you need to start uh, getting your calendar right, get your schedule, your schedule right, you need to know our intentions straight out. Alright, so, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages for us to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit that works. You have activated pipe and in which I this black chemical called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study exoteric study playtime is over
1: to the goddesses and gods. How are you brothers and sisters doing tonight? I hope you and yours are doing doing great. All right, I'm Brother Fahim rippin ill, filling in for Dr. Eileen for tonight. I'll be your host for tonight. And the topic going to be tonight about nationality and birthright issues and also how to protect them. What you have to do to acquire your nationality and birthright. A lot of us uh, <clears throat> think that some of people think that you know you can just jump up and just say your name is uh, say for instance your name is Jane Johnson L, uh, uh, Robert Brown Bay, uh, Lawrence Tate uh, Day. You know. And think that you have a free national name. Well, no, you don't. You know that doesn't mean that. Uh, no, you do not, because that is not a free national name. And they're still looking at your Why? Because they're still looking at your last name, Tate or Johnson or Brown. They're still looking at those last names, those uh, surnames. You're still carrying the. Uh, property, you, you steal uh, property of those people, your slave masters or your ancestor slave masters back in the day, you know so therefore when you're buying or selling or even given when you get married uh, your wife or uh, family does not belong to you you know, it, it, it starts, all starts with the birth certificate like a, a certificate of ownership or certificate of uh, it is a mortgage Uh, 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 a certificate. You know, it is not what you call a certificate of real birth. And you do have a certificate of birth. You do have that. But then when you send for a you will have a hard time uh, collecting it or receiving it. They mostly send you the birth certificate. You know, but that is a bond. A bond set against you. So, you know, let's start off I'm going to read something to you tonight. It's called uh, The Moorish American Proclamation of Birth Rights and Autonomy. It says here, The United States in her infancy bears witness that no nation will be free to live out its creed, personify the grand principles and attain unlimited capacity of development while under the yoke laws, and tyranny of another government. Let me read this again. The United States, in her infancy, bears witness that no nation will be free to live out its creed, personify the grand principles, and attain unlimited capacity of development while under the yoke, laws, and tyranny of another government. Now, that's true, because, you know, when you... uh, Uh, or you being controlled by another government, or controlled, I can say, by other corporate banking industrialists or international corporate banking industrialists, you will never have any real sovereignty. Your country or nation, whatever, will never have any real sovereignty because your sovereignty has already been bought. It has already been sold out to a big corporate banking industrialist, international bankers of the world. They are the ones that control all the affairs of your nation, your people of your country belongs to that nation, to that particular nation, or to some particular corporate banking industrialist. That's what's going on. Okay, let me go on. Neither has the Moorish American been free to be themselves in the 140 years since their emancipation from Negro chattel slavery. While under assumable jurisdiction of the U.S., 14th and 15th amendments of the granted privileges separated from rights guaranteed to all free national citizens in the body of her constitution. Let's stop here again. Now it says here, neither has the more American been free to be themselves in the 140 40 years. What it is saying is that a lot of most of them, but the vast majority of our people are still carrying their slave brand names on their backs. They're still conducting business. They're still buying and selling. They're still uh, getting jobs, uh, buying homes, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like I said a minute ago about your uh your husband or your wife would, would never belong to each other because you belong to the corporate ward state. That is the marriage certificate. A certificate means a document of ownership, but owner by whom? That is the big question, you know. Uh, here you have uh, a lot of people, you, you, you try to get it out, the message out as quick as possible because uh, you cannot be a free national person. You cannot really be free until you have the names of your own, the names that link you back to your ancient foremothers and forefathers. This is the only way you can have the other things, too, to do, you know, along the way down the line, uh, after you get your nationality and birthright intact first. That is the most important. You must have your nationality and birthright intact first before you go on to anything else. That includes before you go on, go on to talk about uh, UCCs, the, meaning the Uniform Commercial Code, or non-UCC. Uh, uh, you can do those also for you know, the, uh, getting your birth certificate authenticated, uh, authentication of your birth certificate, things like that. But before you get get into any of that, first, you must proclaim your nationality and birthright. That's the number one, number one, number one first thing all of us should do. Okay. Now it says here the um uh, uh it says here the emancipation from Negro chattel slavery, okay, while under a symbol jurisdiction of the u.s. 14th and Fifteenth 15 amendments of the granted granted of the granted privileges separated from the rights guaranteed to all free national citizens of the body of her constitution because when you're dealing with 14th and 15th amendment especially the 14th amendment when you're dealing with those amendments you know uh actually after the 10th amendment there are no lawful no really lawful amendments in that constitution because the tenth amendment uh after the tenth amendment when was seventeen eighty nine to ninety one okay there was a constitutional convention held for a, for a Congress to be held for that for that uh, convention for the convention meaning uh 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 for the House of representatives and uh the uh <coughs> For the House, excuse me, for the House of Representatives and the, uh, oh boy, and in the, in the, in the state of the Senate, for the Senate and the House of Representatives at the Meek, which is the Congress, they must have a convention. A constitutional convention must be hailed, and no constitutional convention hasn't been hailed since 1791. I want to put that out there so you know. So after anything after 1791, anything, anything out of the Tenth Amendment, It's it's, it's, it's void. It's unlawful. It's fraudulent. There is no 11, 12, and on up amendments because they haven't been properly ratified. It hasn't been set up for to have it properly ratified because no constitutional convention has been held since 1791. Okay, it says here, the Moorish Americans, through rights of divinity, come forth as a clean and Fewer people <clears throat> empower with the inel- inel- all the unalienable rights. Some people say unalienable, but I say unalienable birthright to be upright. Stop right here. And when it, reason why uh, I like to say, as Dr. Eileen put it out, that uh, it's inalien- inalienable. We're saying that you cannot be leaned upon. They cannot? No one can put any liens on you, your assets, or anything you own, you know, that is your property, you know, you own. You are a free national person. That's why we prefer un- inalienable or unalienable. Okay? It says, empowered with the unalienable birthright to be an upright, independent, and fearless nation. And in accordance with the, Net- the Declaration of Human Rights, we have the human rights to be known by one true free national name and by number, with, divine constitution, officials of government, with the tachy and ambassadors' principles, our flag and holy book. We have the inherited right to lands, air, and waterways, originally civilized, inhabited, and cultivated by our ancient foremothers and forefathers and to ensure the sanctity of our men, women, children, and their prosperity. That to secure these rights, there are governments instituted among people, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it then becomes the just right of the people to abandon it and to institute a new government laying its foundations on the omnipotent principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice and organizing its powers in such form as to them all as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness while man's evils To man are made sufferable. Evil is not requisite to man. To provide new guards for our future security, all judicial conventions based on 1868 congressional... Let me say this again. All judicial conventions based on the 1868 congressional ratified 14th Amendment jurisdiction with this intent to recycle slavery, congressional, abolished by ratified 13th Amendment, neglected of status, and in the want of lawful jurisdiction, and hereby declare ex post facto and void of judicial, civil, and divine substance. Now, as I told you earlier, these amendments were never properly ratified. Never properly ratified. Uh, These amendments were voted on, I believe, about three states I think New York State, New York and Pennsylvania, I forgot the other one, the rest of the states did not vote on these amendments. A lot of these states never voted on, on any of these amendments. So how can they be ratified? How is that possible? It's not. But they but they but you hear in different uh constitutional books that these amendments have been ratified which they have not may be legal but not lawful. There's a difference between legal and lawful, okay, let me go on naturalization this to be good, naturalization, the process by which a whole person in full consciousness of nationality by birth and descent applies for citizenship. A choice among all three national constitutions has been politically denied to the ex-slaves. Why, why was that? Why to the ex slaves? Because we did not need naturalization. We were already natural to the land. We are the Aborigine or Aboriginal indigenous people of the Almorocs or the Americas. We don't need naturalization. We are not immigrants, the European is the immigrant and the people that follow him are the immigrants. We are natural to the land. Let me go on. And there has been no record documented since the enactment of the 13th Amendment to reflect the naturalization clause by treaty, application nor judicial hearing nor petition nor declaration of allegiance in true intercourse to the more American of lawful age, and be accepted by choice as a naturalized citizen of the United States. Again, I may add, these the, 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 the Prophet, Noble Drew Ali, said it himself that the 13th Amendment was not necessary for the salvation of our people, the 14th and 15th Amendment, what he was referring to. But not the salvation. The 13 should have been the 13, also. But not the necessary for the salvation of our people, which is was not. The 14th and 15th Amendment. All those amendments are nothing but their privileges, their civil rights, which is not a privilege. It is, but not a right. It's a privilege, which is a 14th Amendment. One of the 14th Amendment clauses of the 14th Amendment, or well, makes you are a 14th Amendment sta- status citizen on a 14th Amendment status. A citizen, not a national. Citizen and nationals are two different things. When you proclaim your nationality and birthright, you become a, an, an American national. Citizens, instead of whatever it's a small or or, or a capital C, that that belongs to the Europeans, not us. We are nationals. We are American nationals. Okay, let me go on. There has been no record documented since the enactment of the 13th Amendment to reflect the naturalization clause by treaty application nor judicial hearing nor petition, nor declaration of allegiance in true intercourse to the moorish American of lawful aid and be accepted by choice as naturalized citizens of the United States hmm. being negro colored black or african american etc are not nationalities you so you're so right on that. <clears throat> I'm say that again. I'm going to say that again, repeat that again. Being Negro, colored, black, or African Americans, etc., are not nationalities that bear one free national descent name of their forefathers, but use the and descendants thereof. Ergo, the Negro state was never designed to muster the noble status of true citizenship or qualify the bearers. To reach from the federal question of denationalization to the choice of nationalization, which you don't. Let me move on. The the produce thereby is colorable, which is the 14th and 15th amendments. Colorable, okay. Say this again. The produce thereby is colorable, citizenry. Leaving a residue of mental slavery, which has been the existing condition until now, to this very day. You know, uh, mental it is it is mental slavery. You take today, um, it it, it is it is ironic that still most of our people uh, haven't even heard of the word more or the term more. They don't know who they are. You know they are so out of touch with their identity. You know you want to try to uh, amalgamate among other peoples. You know of different races and nationalities, but you don't have a nationality and birthright of your own. For one thing, uh, the, the so-called so-called white people—I call them so-called white people—but the Europeans. Which is are one that is living off of our nationality and birthright, they are living off of them. We must get them back, and it is nationality and birthright death that's what it is, and this is why we have in such a why we are in such a turmoil today. You've got a lot of people, uh, a lot of uh, what you call our uh, misleaders. A lot of, I'm not going uh, 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 <clears> to <throat> mention any names. I may mention a few, like Al Sharpen or Jesse Jackson. But you've got a lot of them in every state in every city and every municipality. You know, mm-hmm. they're always protesting. Uh, Michael Brown incident, you know, Cravon Morton, uh, another instance uh, that happened lately. You know, and in, and in, and in Baltimore, Maryland. But one thing about these civil leaders, they never mention about nationality and birthright. Have you ever noticed that? Never mention it. It never comes. Never. It, it never comes up. Why? Because the majority of them has been compromised. They've been been scared off, threatened off, or bought off. This is the residue of mental slavery, which has been the existing condition until now. All right, I'm going to move on. Therefore, since there is no distinction between a black slave and a free black on the credit side of the righteous, hence in the matter of the bearers of slave Names, the standard doors of selective citizenship are forever sealed either by national descent, choice, or naturalization. This means they all jacked up. You're a free black. You're a free black. What, what the hell is that? A free black. You're a free black. You're a free color. You're a free crayon. You're a free Crayola. Okay, which is an adjective, because people are not colors. People are proper nouns. So therefore, you cannot be black unless you want to uh, unless you want to fall under artificial uh, persons uh, category, which falls under colorable law, colorable jurisdiction. Let me move on. Okay. The United States has always known so-called colored people that they were made exclusively in America and are not citizens especially in the judicial affirmation of the Dred Scott decision. Stop here again. Now, it says here the United States has always known so-called colored people that were not exclusive, exclusively in America and are, are not are not citizens. Well, no, we are not citizens. We are nationals. Citizens is for what they call the so-called sovereigns of Europeans, the sovereign. There's nothing I'm saying that's biased against European people of European descent of Europeans, anything like that. You know, it's just an actual fact. They are not natural to this land. In order for you to be a sovereign, you have to be natural to the land. You have to be an aboriginal indigenous people of this land in order to be sovereign. And European people are not. Or well, some people may say European, uh, people of European descent. talking about free blacks, you know, free blacks, what is what is that? What the hell is that? You're still dealing with the 14th Amendment status. Why do you think that every 25 years, a president has to sign into effect, or uh, sign into so-called law for so-called black people to vote? If all these amendments were law, lawful, all of them were ratified. If all of the starting from the 13th all the way up to the 14th Amendment, if they were properly ratified, why does every 25 years do our president has to sign into so called law for, for us to vote? Think about that. Because the amendment has not been properly ratified. They may be legal, but they are not lawful. Talking about the Dred Scott decision. Okay, the Dred Scott, he kept on calling himself Dred Scott. He kept telling the people in the court, a system that he was still a three-fifth of a human being. He kept telling them that he was a slave. He kept telling them that he was their property. So therefore, well, you keep telling us you lay a property. You keep telling them that you're European, and we know that you're not. You may have no choice but to send you back to your slave owners, the people that own you. All right, let me move along. Unconsciously, boys have used slave names. I just got to talking about that earlier. this again. Unconsciously, Moors have used slave names, not knowing these labels are unacceptable without worth and decree, muster among the rims of free nationalized citizens. Making blacks, excluding Indians, not taxed as three-fifths of all other persons so you gotta watch out for that for that term persons, because sometimes they may rule you as an artificial person. So you make you got to make sure when you're reading documents and stuff like that, but you got to signing anything, you got to make sure are they talking about the natural person, or the corporate person, or the fiction person, or the or the artificial person. You got to make sure that this is or whatever what they're talking about, so you won't get caught up. Okay. Let's start over again. It said, making blacks excluding Indians not taxed as 3 three fifth of all other persons and subject subjected to perpetual taxation without true representation as the most members under a free national descent name. That is true. Your free national descent name. Okay. This component of iron and hand oppression is places is is play, places upon the people who within the bounds of the US fourteenth and fifteenth amendments have been denied a repatriated nationhood and the labor of all their good words, works and deeds will glorify their owner. That's true. I'll read this over again. This component of iron hand oppression is places upon the people who, within the bounds of the U.S. 14th and 15th Amendments, has have been denied repatriated nationhood and the labor of all their goods, works, and good deeds will glorify their owner. And it does. The 14th and 15th Amendments were ratified in full light of the Supreme Court, which they were not, as I said earlier. The course got court decision 1856 which declared the nationalized africans whether negro slave or free negro is still a negro and a free black or or a or, or black that is slave is still a black it says here they have negro and a capital letter But there's uh, no such thing as the people called Negroes. There's no such thing as Negroland, Negro-onia, negro Caledonia. What the hell is that? No such country. So therefore, there cannot be no such nationality. No such na- nationality exists. No such race or people or culture does not ex- exist within the human family. They don't exist. No such thing as a Negro. No such thing as a black person. No such thing as an African American person. They do not exist. It's a fiction. All of them are fictions. It says here, and can never. Mu-. Okay, okay. I'm going I'm I'm to read this over again. <laughs> Amendments, <clears throat> the 14th and 15th Amendments will were ratified in full light of the Supreme Court's Dred Scott Decision, 1856, which declared that the nationalized Africans, whether Negro slave or freed Negro, are still a Negro and can never muster the naturalized status of a United States citizen. No I want that shit. No way. <clears> the <throat> naturalized citizen, yeah, I mean, that's all right. For the Europeans, we don't need to be naturalized. We are already natural to the land. Okay, let me move on. This decision has never been overturned, but an ex post de facto and concurrent tortfeasus of the subject. The irrelevancy of whether a Negro is a slave or free is reiterated in Section 4 of the 14th Amendment. (laughs) Okay. No sustained leadership among ourselves. Due to long systems of education of our free status within the human family while being shielded under the grandeur of fiend U.S. citizenship. Our nobility can now shine through the revised identifications of abolished slave labels. The abyss of slavery is evil and sinful when it has produced content of slaves in the ignorance of knowing they are slaves. Stop right here. Well, the, the ignorance of knowing that they are slaves, and that goes on to, to this every day to day. You take uh, even the Europeans themselves are slaves because they have birth certificates. See, the birth certificate was actually designed for ex-Asiatic people. Ex—I mean, ex-Asiatic slaves. That's That was originally designed for. And then until the 20th, 20th century, when they start issuing birth certificates to the people of European descent, that didn't put them on the 14th Amendment status, But a lot of them, some of them do know. Some of them, some of their right-wing uh, uh, organizations, they know, but a lot of them don't know. Therefore, every 25 years, when the president has to sign, if, it don't, uh, 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 if the president don't sign uh, uh, the so-called law of people to vote, that goes for them too. They're screwed as well because they have birth certificates. That's why when they proclaim their naturalization, uh, they do away with a lot of their birth certificates. And their social security because they are not natural people I mean they're not na- people of, of they're not natural I could say they're not natural people of the of the americas makes them not non sovereigns okay, let me move it on again here. <clears throat> Okay. Whether Negro slave or free, Negro is still a Negro and can never muster, muster the naturalized status of a United States citizen. This decision has never been overturned, but an ex, an ex post facto, a concurrent forfeasus of the subject. When, uh, when they're when they saying that uh, we are not U.S. citizens, which we are not, which means that we are not employees of the United States Corporation. Corporation was owned by England under the British Crown of England. We are not employees of the United States Corporation. When you go to a job, or, or, or when you apply for a job, when they ask you, "Are you a U.S. citizen?" That's not what they're asking you. What they're asking you: Are you an employee of the United States Corporation? Most people think, and I, I used to, I used to think that uh, that way too when you go or uh, go apply for a job they think you asking you think they are asking you uh that you, are you have you been born here legally or lawfully or you lawfully here to work here in the US in the United States that's what most of us thought but that's not what they're asking you, you no know, I, I believe I mentioned that uh two or three times before in certain lectures I believe I have. I believe I wrote that in certain articles, uh, in a newsletter or paper article that I wrote. For those that haven't heard this before, this is for them. Okay? All right. This This a relevancy of whether a Negro is a slave or free is regulated. That is and Section 4 of the 14th Amendment. Okay. I, I read that. I already let me go on. Okay. Due, due to long-standing systems of education of free status within the human family while being shielded under the grandeur of fiend U.S. citizenship, our nobility can now shine through the revised identifications of abolished slave labels. Okay. Let me stop. Slave labels mean it. A lot of your names, that English or European names that you are carrying, that's a slave label. Calling yourselves black, people of color, African American, those are slave labels. Negro, colored person, those are slave labels. Is what they're talking about. Okay. The abyss of slavery is evil and sinful. whence has produced content slaves in the ignorance of knowing they are slaves. We have promoted from the sons of men our equals to sovereign powers set as rulers or ourselves for the good of our empire due to found freedom under the nationalized citizenry. The peace of all societies dependent on justice the happiness of individuals on the safe enjoyment of their possessions, yet the so-called black persons being a colorable American citizen is itself possessed. that's true so-called black person. I just got to talk about that issue to move on, okay. The gold and civil commerce belonging to the citizens because all persons born or naturalized are real property under the laws of the United States. So-called African Americans generate an annual $750 billion as consumers yet have no true wealth and own no possession as a people because they are not national. You do not have a birthright. Your birthright was stolen from ye are living off of your birthrights that is the problem, people, okay, since it has not in the nature of chattel to also be the owner of mass production of negroes, colored folks, black people made only in America, was never designed for them to be autonomous themselves. For this die of court and state-owned slavery alone, we had no rights that the true citizens were bound to respect. We could en- never enjoy the peace of a society while latent in the perpetual sin of slavery. That is very true. Because it says, as it says in the Moorish literature, by Prophet Noble Jewali, if you know you uh, uh pertain to names, uh, uh uh you have names that pertain to slavery. So you're living in sin. Let me move it along. Negroes, blacks, and colored people cannot receive divine rights, unmolested by citizens. The granite privilege of negro or the, the granite privilege of the negro vote cannot be counted as one man one vote, while the three fifth clause remain quote in the esoteric word person, and that is in the fourteenth Amendment, and thereby rendering from a peopleless people the clandestine three to make one ballot in the direction of citizens to be cast hither, thither or wherever, to favor their will. Okay. You vote. Okay. Yeah, you vote. But, you know, you vote in another man's name. It's not your vote. It's someone else's vote. So, therefore, whoever are the descendants of those slave masters, They're the ones that have carried that vote. That's their vote, not yours. Most of you remember uh, back in Florida, I think Jeb Bush was the governor at the time, when they had shredded and destroyed a lot of the so-called black people's votes. A lot of people protested big about that. But the people that shredded those boats wasn't wrong. Could not link those people back to anyone. Maybe a lot of those slave owners of the of the, the name they were carrying probably had died off. But now it goes to the corporate war state. So after the Civil War, for instance, when General Lee surrendered the unconditional surrender to General Grant of the Union forces or to the Union States of America. He submitted everything, including its sovereignty, or so-called sovereignty. That means the sovereignty of the Moors as well. That was in the South. Because a lot of the Moors was not slaves. A lot of the Moors had slave owners and had land and owned land down there. But when they well when they the slavery, when they uh, when they surrender when they surrendered everything to the United States, he surrendered everything as as property, everything. While Europeans became a stateless people, they had no citizenship, which they were worse off than a lot of our, 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 our Asiatic uh, ex slaves were. What they call. Uh, manumitted or uh, manumission of the slaves to the Union States or to the federal government. Own you now. Let me say this again. When, when the South lost the Civil War, the false lost, when the Union triumphant over the South, General Lee surrendered to the General Grant of the Union Forces of the Union States of America before he surrendered everything over to them. Therefore, a lot of us that were slaves were manumitted. That means transfer from one owner to another. That's what manumitted means. To transfer from one owner to another. It transferred you from the owners of the southern slave masters to the union states, to the federal government. That's why the Asiatic ex slaves were offered first birth certificates. Okay. This is why this is why you 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 uh you'll never own any anything. So therefore it falls what will own you it falls on the federal government. Now you're federal ward property. Property cannot own property. Cannot call yourself a property and call yourself own some property or land. Cannot do that. Okay, let me move along here. Six score and fifteen years of post slavery and emancipation. Of more nationals have not yielded their just nationalization, civilization, reparations, nor self-education, but depleted it for the economical, political, industrial, religious, befitting in the course of justice of the more or the more or the American native moors to the best honor the benevolence of that government through a treaty of peace. And friendship, rather than be a census tumor in the body of that state, and the peace, uh, peace of uh, the uh, the treaty of peace and friendship is still on today. It's still good today. It's the longest treaty in the world. That's what we have. That will stop uh, to stop the wars between the Moors and these Europeans. But in order for that treaty to apply to you, you must proclaim your nationality and birthright. You must proclaim that. If you proclaim yourself as Smith, Jones, and Johnson, and MacArthur, Macdonald, anything like that, then this peace and treaty do not apply to you. The Constitution does not apply to you. Colonies or corporations, towns, cities, homes, let me repeat this again. The colonies, corporations, towns, cities, homes, travelways, and means we have planted are our own and our members shall enjoy the fruits of their labor in security and happiness consistent with the observance of our laws. The glory of our people shall be exalted to the world as products of our ingenuity. We as free nationals, not citizens, we as free nationals have our leaders called together the wise men of our people, to consult among them with freedom and hurt the opinion of them all. Our magistrate or just our ministers are wise. Families with land, wealth, and autonomy can smile upon the flourishing of our arts and gain strength from the science and prove beneath the culture of our hands to be inherited by our sons and daughters. The US administration government I'm sorry, the US administration government confound, confounds the historical die of a slave weakened people into illustrious black history. When you're talking about black history you're talking about slave history. That's what you're talking about. You're not talking about more history. We're talking about black history. Black history and more history is two different subjects. To my more history, you're talking about history, the Moors? you're talking about history, real history, of a free national people, of a free sovereign people. That's more history. Black history, you're talking about slaves. You're talking about Negroes. Colored people. Black people. Those when they say slave labels, that's what it is. A slave label. I'm going to read it over again. The U.S. administration government confounds the historical die of slave, weakened people into illustrious black history that severs us from the worthiness of our ancient forefathers and fathers. Ostracizes us from the family of nations and the human family from whence we, the Moors, are the founders and they derived. You hear that? The family of the comeback and link ourselves with the family of nations. Ain't that what Prophet Nubadro Ali told you? In the Moors literature? Affairs among men. We don't. Now, apology, gratitude, and compensation is to be paid to those survivors of the 400 years of slavery in America, the later, the later 225 years of which were under the American flag. Well, let me stop right here. Now, have any of you wondered why we were never really granted any uh, reparations for slavery? You wonder why? I can tell you why. See, one thing you have to remember, see, we enslave them first. Those of you that ever listened to Minister Farrakhan's speech and tapes, you would know sometimes he would, he would say, about. you talk about the uh, the old the movies old now, but the movie was called Menace to Society, Menace to, Menace Number Two to Society. Well, if we were menace number two to society, who was menace one? May I ask the question again? If we were menace, if we were menace number two to society, who was menace one? The European. It was them because we enslaved them first. The slavery, you're talking about uh, 250 years of the here in the Americas, it was already, uh, already uh, under a system that was set up by our fa- our, uh, our ancient uh foremothers and fathers already. The system was already set up. So the system our people set up. Sometimes when you hear uh, Brother Taj Tariq Bey when he says that Europeans even took on our evil. That's what he was talking about. And the slavery we inflicted on them was just as brutal as the one they inflicted on us. We have sold a lot of their women, a lot of European, Ebeyan women off, butt-naked. In chains around their ankles and hands, shuffling around. We, our ancestors, done that. Well, then, therefore, then, when you're talking about reparations, well, if we're going to get our reparations, well, we have to give reparations to them, too. But all of us already know they ain't got nothing coming from us because we don't have it. So that's all the case about the reparation thing. Okay, let me move along here. Our system of education is steeped in moral national nationalism, or moral nationalism, and surface degree, surface degree of character of color, religion forced upon slaves during the time of slavery, yielded an observance of a god that is nor our own nor grace with the divine national freedom of we as a pure and clean people our system of religion and education are squared to perpetuate our true uh, true image and likeness through adherence to our accomplishments accomplishments and contributions to civilization prevalent to promote our generations therefore we the representatives of the clean pure nation included including but not exclusively to all families and tribes of Bays and Ills, Days, Als, and Ali's Talking about the five civilized, civilized tribes, the true five civilized tribes, I may add. Okay? An assembly of the great grand body under the protection, guidance, and salvation of the great God of our ancient four and fathers, master of the day, Of judgment for the revolution we intend our action do in our free national name publicly proclaim and declare that we are an anointed people and of right are free, upright, and autonomous. When you go file for your nationality, you know, you make sure you have the right kind of affidavits, documents, and writs. This means written documents. You can have a private uh, notary or you can go to a bank uh, 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 that you bank at and have them notarize your papers first. When you get that done, then you take them to the county, to the county recorders of records and deeds for the public record and put it on record for the public that this is who you are. You are a free national American or free national more county courts clerk office, not a judge to the county court clerk, clerk office and put them and put them and and, and uh put that on record there then and if you chose to do so, but it's not necessary, you can go to the newspapers, which take about two or three weeks. And put it put it out on the newspapers as well. And then they'll send it back to you. Letting you know no one is in that town or city has that name that you have. Okay, now. Says here the Native American Moors as a clean and pure nation have neither debts to the United States, her allies, enemies, nor any nation, neither foreign nor domestic. To the North American continent, we owe no obligations economically, socially, nor politically. For all are the evergreens implanted atop our shallow grave—a perpetuated state of mental slavery here in the northwestern, here in the northwestern hemisphere. Indeed, our only atonement to the creation of all the universe, both the ruler and the rich. For these reasons, the Native American Moors, having been forgiven for everything done wrong prior to the advent of our founding prophet, the illustrious noble Drew Ali, is hereby and henceforth a clean and pure nation. So let me get into into this. It says, but the corporate United States, say it again, but the corporate United States, as I told you earlier, The the United States is nothing but a corporation like the rest of the countries. They are corporations like China. China is the corporation. Manchuria is the country. Okay? America is the country. North America is the country. The United States is the corporation. Japan is the corporation. Nepal is the country. Okay? Thailand is the corporation. Siam is the country. country as I am but they call Thailand today okay let me go go on but the but the corporate United States remains greatly indebted to the Moors they are indebted to us with compounded interests beginning with the monotonous financial support from our Sultan in Morocco Meaning, America. Al Morocco is the co- is the continent, the country. I put it that way. America is a corruption of Al Morocco. You have Al Morocco, which just today, known as America. North America, Central America, South America, and the adjoining islands, known as the Al Moroccos. But that is the original name of the Americas. The other one name is Amurica. spelled A M U K A. Mu is after Ilmuria. They call it Lemuria. If you read the book of the Children of Mu or the Land of Mu by James Churchward, Mu is where another word where another word where where Moor uh, comes from. Known as Moors, or M-W-R-S. Moors. Now we're known as Moors. Moors come up from the word Moabite. Also, let's not forget that. Okay. It says, it says in Morocco, without which the United States would, uh, uh, would not have won her independence, sprung, look, spurring, uh, Medical arts and scientists, scientific contributions which she would not exist without the generations of Moorish staple, nevertheless the United States in the initial post slave slavery years sustained the ex-slaves in a state of mental slavery to this day and and has not made an official apology of the comp- uh a comp- a, comp- a comp- compensatory effort without reparations are never paid to slaves, which would only perpetuate their present state of slavery. Satisfactory compensation is always due to surviving hostage, the nation that has endured the ma'afa of African slave trade, genocide, denationalization, and apartheid. Okay, stop right here. Okay, it says here the African slave trade. But actually, it really wasn't African or European slave trade. It was the slave trade, period. Let I say before a minute ago that we are the ones that start the slave trade. If you read the book uh, by Michael A. Hoffman II called "We Were White, They Were White, and They Were Slaves," it says, it says here that, they, uh, that the Vikings or the Norwegians had sold. Over uh, about one million Europeans to Moors, Sultans in Europe at one time. One million people that they had kidnapped and robbed from their lands and sold into the Moors. They had no qualms. I mean, Europeans had no qualms about selling other Europeans to to, to us to our people. It was a big so-called a big money-making business, but they never told you about more. They always telling you about so-called black uh, black slave owners owning blacks, but they never talk to you about a so-called black owners owning so-called white people. They never talk about that. They did, and they own a lot of them, not just a few, a bunch of them because. Uh, 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 our people wasn't that it was numerous but it wasn't that numerous as they want you you to believe in the south most of the slaves in the south were Europeans believe it or not you don't believe me? do your own homework, your own research okay says here, the Moorish Americans have risen from the dust and is now that special nation. The time is near and the fires of the prophecy are upon us. And according to the divine scheme of human events, we are to, we are to let our old business stay as it is and do our new business in the free national uh, Native American Moors, of Native American Moors. We, the vanguard tribes of the Moorish hordes in America, do hereby pray the following remedies. Be honored by the United States Supreme Court, the executive branch, or in depth, special Congress, committee, or other national or international authorized designated bodies. Two, okay, recognize the free national name, number and religious autonomy, Oh. The more Americans, as a clean and pure nation, with our government, religion, officials, flag, seals, etc., in the glory of a proper person, okay, person, not an artificial person, okay. then go on to make into law an agreed 50-year Indigenous people mandate from which to purge and to the realization of the clean and pure nation of Native American Moors within the security of the Moor Science Temple of America to acknowledge by revisions of the U.S. laws that there are now henceforth two new nations brought forth on this nation to live in harmony from the breast of one mother. Two, new, two nations. Okay? All about this. The Al Morocco Morocco is not a new nation. The Al Morocco is the old ancient, ancient among ancient among ancient of nations. Okay? Keep all necessary credentials for recognizing our sheiks, grand sheiks, sheikuses, and grand sheikuses, governors, grand governors as national representatives and firmly establish a perpetual communication for our securities. "...to honor and preserve our treaty of peace and friendship based upon the high principles of love, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, a perpetual treaty with acts to strengthen the national securities of these friendly Americas, or you can say friendly Almarocs with the ancient name of Americas, okay, to place into law all rights of diplomatic immunities, international convenience, authorization, secured, lodging, and the protection to peacefully coexist in America in harmony with the divine constitution and bylaws of our Moors' fine stable of America. An agreement to reside in all areas and well-defined territories previously civilized and settled by the Moors of Western Africa during the pre- and post-Columbian millenniums to prosper unmolested within North America. To call aloud the indigenous citizens of the United States of America, allies, and foreign sympathizers to help us, the free national Native American Moors, economically, politically, socially, religiously, in our gigantic national and divine movement the uplifting of fallen humanity. We as a clean and pure nation do not have enemies, foes, or adversaries, nor do we possess the intent to create their likes from among the sons of man. Okay. Now, notice sometimes... uh, I may say uh, the Native American Moors, I may use the term uh, Moorish Americans. But well, the thing about using the word Moorish, I use it uh, myself quite often, but actually Moorish is not really the correct uh, way to use that term because when you say Moorish, you kind of make it out of a adjective. You know, they're saying like you are like a Moor, not actually a Moor. But I don't have too much, I mean, I, I, I say more because most people are used to saying it. And I, that's the why I use that term a lot, more So I just want you to bear with me, those of you that know that uh, uh, the actual name um, oh. or, or the correct way should be more, okay? All right, let me go on. With these intents, the people of the United States of America and our greatness will be divinely assured that that the Negro problem, which has become a great sin upon the earth, will be finally and wholly solved. Only the Native American Moors must rightly uh, proclaim this, their nation and divine identification, hereby notifying the United States of America and all nations of the earth within the following divine constitution and bylaws we as an organic people declaring our free national Moorish-American autonomy must now proclaim. Our God is the great God, the one creator. Allah is the name in Arabia. Our founding fathers and patriot is the holy prophet, noble Drew Ali. Our national pledge of allegiance is the Moorish-American prayer. Our constitution is the divine constitution and bylaws of the more Science temple of America. Our flag is a red flag with a five-pointed green star in the center. Our grand national symbol is the logos, circle seven, logos meaning word, okay, for those that didn't know, okay? Our grand national emblem is the crescent moon and, and star last quarter. Our principles are love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, unity, and salvation. <coughs> okay. Our government is Islamic with the Holy Quran as our laws and guide. Our citizens are Moorish Americans, all bearing one free national name. Our land upon the earth shall be known as a Mexim. Our president is the supreme grand sheik. Excuse me, it's all kind of dry. Hmm. Our vice president is the supreme grand governor. Our, Congre- uh, our, our congressional cabinet is a grand body of grand sheikhs and grand governors. Our supreme court is the supreme grand council. Our pr- purpose is the uplifting of fallen humanity. Our gross national product is wisdom. Our international prayer is the Al Fatiha. governor of Allah is to honor thy father and the mother that their days may be long upon this earth land okay I'm gonna start right here (laughs) what he's saying is to honor thy mother and father our ancient mother and father fathers you must reclaim your free national names you must reclaim your nationality and birthright. Carry these names. Herring, Harris, Williams, Johnson, uh, Benson, Morrison, Daniels, and things of that sort. Carry those names as a dishonor to our ancient foremothers and forefathers. It's, it's a dishonor to them. That's That's one way you can start, by honoring them and proclaiming your nationality and birthright. So if you can be among the affairs of men and, and be a part of the human family, cannot honor your ancient and foremothers and fathers by carrying other people's names. That does not tie you to them. Because other people honor theirs. The so-called Chinese people honor their ancient foremothers and forefathers. The Koreans honor their ancient foremothers and forefathers. The Japanese honor their ancient foremothers and forefathers.
0: <clears throat> they have
1: their own names and they know what their names mean. Me, my name is Fahim. My first name is Fahim, meaning the intelligent one. My last name is Ill. My middle name is Wiltering. Wiltering L, meaning God pleasantly moving upon the earth. I know what my name means. That's what the rest of us have to do. I'm talking to, uh, to those who haven't got their nationality and birthright intact yet. You're the one who I'm talking to tonight. Okay? Okay, it says that all Moorish Americans need to learn to love instead of hate and know of their higher self and lower self. That is the spiritual self and, and and the wicked self. Okay. This is the uniting of Asia, the embodiment of the human family in the great Quran of Muhammad. We are linking ourselves with the families of nations. We honor all true and divine prophets, Jesus, Muhammad buddha confucius and ali why we honor them? because in all of these subjects there lays our more science here's some here's um something that was written by the prophet here it says our divine and national movement stands for the specific grand principles of love truth peace freedom and justice And I, the prophet, am applying to all loyal faithful moors, members, the American citizens, to help me in my great uplifting acts of uplifting fallen humanity among the Asiatic race and nation. That's us. We are Asiatics. Because at one time, the world, the whole world was called Asia at one time. Okay? Meaning masters of Asia. Okay. For <clears throat> well, I have suffered much and severely in the past through misunderstanding of what the movement was dedicated to. It is the great God Allah alone that guides the destiny, <clears throat> the destiny of this divine and national movement. I know all true American citizens are identified by national descent names to answer and apply to the free national constitution of this free national republic of the United States of America. I'm stop right here. The free national republic, not the free national democratic. Okay, democratic of the uh, or democracy of the United States of America. Because democracy and a republic is two different things. A republic is a country that's ruled by law. A democracy is a country that's ruled by the majority or by mob rule. Or rule of the demon, or demon crazy, democracy. Let me let me, let me break down the difference between a Republican form of government and a Democratic form of government. Here you have, say, someone caught stealing from someone or from a store or or whatever, and these all these people want to lynch this person. You have a big big old mob, you know, fifty or maybe about eighty people. And maybe you have about two or three people uh that represents the law, a sheriff, you know. But the people who overcome the sheriff, the sheriff misrepresent represents the republic and the mob represents the Democrat or a democracy. Now, you know the three people cannot uh, uh, do anything with 80 people. So the 80 people overpowers the three sheriffs or the three uh, people of the republic and, uh, and manage to lynch or hang this person. But you have a democracy. That's what a democracy is. I wanted to define that, you know, to let you know the difference. Between a democracy and a republic, so you want to live in a republic, a, 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 a nation that rules by law and true justice. So this is why I'm calling all and all on all true and national citizens to help me morally and financially in my great work I am doing to help this national government. For without a free national name, with a descent flag or your forefathers. There is not a national divine title of the government in which we live. This is from your true and divine prophet unto all American and foreign sympathizers. Prophet Doberjewali. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go on the break here. I'll be back here another maybe five minutes. All right.
2: With a I am I'm not one. 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 i am me one i one not i i We say we no them to a trend. I and I now with this <laughs> where the next one Tell them tell them again. I am. to say we them. do the say, the walking down the country, standing in the I would say, it's about.
3: Separation. and all the days of the life.
2: Now the truth is it not be with them and stuff with them stuff I was saying Yeah, without a middle stuff I ate I was
1: getting to them Yeah, I got business <laughs> out worm, but I eating by the worm Yeah, I was getting it, it's never things, on the summer All right, all right, I'm back. Okay. Let's go into nationality and birth rights taken away from Moors. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1774. Most of the Moors armies armies were defeated. The European settlers did nothing to the Moors at first. They just studied them the way they ate, lived, and acted being conquered and put into slavery, all history of the Moors and their teachings were collected by the Europeans and burned. In the year 1779, at 6th and Chestnut Streets, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Moors were stripped of their names Bay and Il, Al, Day, and Ali, dating back in the ancient times to Abraham and Hagar, who were really Abraham L. and Hagar Bay. Negro, black, and colored. The degrading names of Negroes, black, degrading names, Negroes, black, colored, and Ethiopians, coom, dark, and shine, which had no connection with civilization on the Moors of Northwest Africa, now the United States of America. You hear that? let me say this again the degrading names negroes black colored ethiopian Coon, dark and shine which had no connection with civilization if you black you have no connection with civilization okay was put upon the moors of northwest africa now the united states of america the moors were never to rise as a nation of proud people again So said the government Europeans, the governing Europeans at that time. Now, let's go back to this uh, to this uh, paragraph where it says uh, Abraham, El, and Hagar Bay. Okay, now I want to get things uh, uh, make uh, things perfectly clear here. There was no such person as Abraham. There was no Abraham. Okay. These are all Hagar, These are all personifications of the sun, moon, and stars, dealing with the so-called sun or with the solar myth- mysteries, solar mythical figures, or moon or lunar mythical figures, dealing with stellar, the star mythical figures, or other planets' mythical figures, because it's all astronomical, based off of cosmologics. There are people out there that may disagree with me. I know they are, but you can call me any other any time. My, my phone number is three area code three one four six four 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 two five area code three one four six four 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 two five. We can talk about it. Okay, let me move on put into slavery, bound in chains, and sold to European slave masters who used them in the South, mostly on the plantations they grew cotton, sugar, tobacco, and rubber. The slave masters also used the slaves on the East, eastern waterfronts and the Mississippi River. They used them on any other job that needed manpower. Now here we call the slave trains. A large percentage of the slaves were used in the South because of plantations and the need for more manpower. The slaves were not brought to America from Africa, as the European so-called historians put it in their books. Let me repeat it again. The slaves were not brought to America from Africa, as the European so-called historians put into their books. The truth is, That the Moors living in the South were sold on the slave markets in the northern cities of America. After being sold, they were chained to each other and forced to march on the road to the South. Because why? Because we were already here. The majority, 80% of us, was already here. You had a Some of us that did come on ships from Africa, you did have that happen. But for the majority of us, we were already here because we are the aboriginal indigenous people of the Americas, or the Almarocs. As I said before, let me move it along here. They were forced to march while the slave masters and their helpers rode horses carrying guns and whips to keep the moors from rebelling. Some of the slaves would make it on the long march and some were not. The sisters with babies were made to carry them in sacks on their backs. The sisters expecting were made to walk, some losing their babies before they were even born. The number of slaves that were moved to the south was so great that the north was left with only a handful of moors. Has here the so-called Black History, the American Revolution, 1776 to 1783 A.D. A.D. meaning in the year of domination. Okay, the conquered territories became British colonies, 1763-1776. In the year 1773, when the American, I mean, when the European conquering settlers from England, were gaining the upper hand in the great battles between themselves and the Moors of Northwest Africa, the conquered. The, uh, uh, America. The conquered territories became colonies under the British Empire. This was 11 years before the Moors were conquered. Their names, nationality, and birthrights taken from them. A government was set up over the English territories by the King of England, who had complete authority in those days. The government, the governor, ran those colonies, collecting taxes from the settlers of the British Empire. Orders were transferred back and forth from England to Northwest Africa by British ships, which carried the King's messages back and forth. <clears throat> by 1776, after 13 years under British rule, the settlers of Northwest Africa wanted independence from England. These were the poor class settlers who in the old country came from the gallows for crimes committed against the British Crown. See the thing is that a lot of the Europeans, when they came here, a lot of the about eighty percent of them were criminals. They came from the lowest from the lowest of low life where they came from, England, France, you name it, from Europe. They were like the Australians, and people live in New Zealand the same way. Came here as so-called settlers, but actually they were criminals. And they came here as slaves themselves, okay so in England during the period during the period of crime, criminals convicted of various crimes, including rape and murder had a had a chance and and some had a choice in some cases. They deserved their time in the gallows of England or volunteered their service to the crown by going to the British colonies in the New World and help in this new development. These were the people who later broke away from England and started the revolution. From their new armies, the self-stylers picked a man to lead them against the British, his name George Washington. It said the Moors defeated two years before the revolution. The Moors were defeated two years before the outbreak of the revolution before the settlers broke away from the British. The Moors were defeated with the combined forces of British troops and settlers. You hear that it said the Moors were defeated with the combined forces of British troops and settlers. Because they, they were fighting against the colonists, or the so called colonists, so called white people, or people of European descent. But you know, what? those who that read history or the false history know the answer to that what happened. It so said this war lasted seven years with the defeat of England. Independent, Independence Day was established on the 4th of July. 1783, Philadelphia and Pennsylvania with the great capital of the new continental United States, which is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, was the first, was the original capital, not Washington, D.C. Okay. General George Washington was elected as first president. He was called the European settlers, the father of our country, which you know that's a lie. President of our country was John Hanson. Which you will say more. He mm-hmm. was the first president under the Articles of Confederation. George Washington became the first president under the Constitution. Okay, all right. But those of you that didn't know, okay, the Constitution to run the new government and other famous government documents were drawn up and about the time of the new said government's establishment A promise was made that the defeated Moors would never rise as a nation of people again. This is what happened to a lot of us. Okay? okay <clears throat> okay I'm going to something moving to something else here so going, going to a subject here I lost this page oh okay here we are okay <clears throat> it says here who helped the settlers conquer the Moors and establish a Christian government? Going back into the history of the seventeenth century through the teachings of Brother Prophet Noble Drew Ali reincarnated, we find that the Moors were not the only inheritance of Northwest Africa. They were also they were also uh they were also as we know them today the American Indian, who are really Shemites or Sheminites tribes, the brothers of the Moors, or some people say Algonquins, who lived in the Americas. Unlike the Moors, who were always industrious, the Sheminites were a lazy group of people under Moors' rule in the Moorish government at that time. When the intruders first came to what they called the New World, the so-called Indians, who at that time spoke the language of their brother Moors, betrayed them to the Europeans. So that was their rebelliousness. Against us, okay, the intruding strain the intruding beings the intruders being estranged to the new world, used the Sheminites as army scouts against the Moors and also as scouts for the wagon trains when they began moving west. The Shemanites would show the enemies where where they stood a a, a possible chance of defeating the Moors armies. The Shemanites also would show the enemies where the Moors kept their families hidden. When they went out to battle, the Moors used to hide their families in the mountain caves to protect them from the enemies when they went out to battle. When the Moors returned to the caves, they would find their families slaughtered. This method of battle in later years proved to be one of the main causes for European victory over the Moors. Another method the Europeans used was to call a so-called peace conference between themselves and the Moors chieftains. While holding the conference and smoking the peace pipes, they would offer the the chieftain high-spirit drinks, get them drunk, and kill them off. Now, it says in parentheses, now what good is an army without its leaders? Okay. The Sheminites were paid and paid well for their part in the eventual defeat of the Moors. They put on what was assigned an Indian reservation. On the reservation they were taken care of by now new government, which still holds true for today. From about 1412 on until 1774, 362 years, the Moors were losing the battle to the enemies. 1774 found a large percentage of the Moors' nation was defeated and conquered. Some of the Moors' armies... In the Midwest, remained free and still were fighting. They were classified by established European government as renegades. Rewards and bounties were placed on their heads. Okay, here we have nationality and birth rights taken from taken away from the Moors. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 17th century. Most of the Moors' armies were defeated. Okay. They said Negro, black, and colored, but the degrading names of Negroes, black, colored, Ethiopians, coon, dark, and shine, which had no connection with the civilization was was passed upon the moors of North and West Africa, now the United States of America. I read this already. Okay, we we'll going never go on to that. But this is this is the way we have to uh, regain what what has been stolen and taken away from us. That's why I'm reading you these articles and expounding on them. You know, that is the number one problem that our people are having today across the country. This is why we are killing each other by the thousands, you know, by our own hands, not by the European police or so-called European police officers. Um, The vast majority of the murders are committed by our own people, on our own people. Why? lack of knowledge, you know, we don't know ourselves, we don't know who we are, you know, I'm not saying that all of it were in, but it wouldn't be to the degree that it is now no, it wouldn't be okay, let's go to this article here it says here, what is any name There is more in a name than meets the eye. There is more in a name that which vibrates as sound in the ear. Name grammatically classified as a substantive verb derived from the old Sanskrit word nomen and the old Moorish Latin word nomen. The word substantive grammatically classified as an adjective derived from the old Moorish Latin words substantius or substantive and means of persons, of nations, etc., and stands of or by itself. It is self-sufficient, is free from the influence, the guidance, or the control of others with the condition being politically free and having an independent self-existence or status, being belonging to the substance of a thing as substantial, having an actual or real existence, not imaginary or illusory. This substantive phenomenon consists... Concepts are essential to the civilization, and are universal in principle. Therefore, the trust of the honor of the integrity of an inherited birth rights of a nation, people, a nation of people is embodied in the recognized essential names of that particular natural person or people. Relative to the science which treats of positive law, being jurisprudence, the word substantium means relating to and consisting of the rules and the principles of right law administered by a court as opposed to the forms of procedure. Because uh, I'm going start right here. The reason why he's saying that, because a lot of these people do not actually know law. They know court procedure, but not law. Okay, that's what he is saying. Okay, <clears throat> Let me move along because it's getting kind of late. The substantive law, substantive a uh, substantive law is the opposite of color law, color of law, the opposite of prima facie, or prima facia. I'm, I'm sorry, prima facie, imaginary or illusion. Prima facie is okay. substantive is meaning real. Okay. The words name and nomen and attribute are synonyms. Synonyms are words which have the same sense as an, as, an, an, as as another in the same accepted language, and having the same general sense, but each possessing of themselves meanings not shared by the others. A synonym may also be a word which has an equivalent to another language, and is a and and so a synonym is either. Of two or more things alike or identical nature, but called by different names. Names are attributes, or are vital to the to civilization. <coughs> and the, that names acknowledge the existence of and the reality of a person, a people, or a thing. Organic beings that which takes up a space and can be perceived by the senses and locations pertaining to geography, comes upon the stage of human discernment. Thus, a name is an attribute. Grammatically and in accord with the categorized parts of speech, a word which is the subject of discourse, such a person, place, or thing, or quality, or an idea is characterized as a noun. Names, see what I'm saying? Grammatically and in accord with the categorized parts of speech, a word which is the subject of discourse, such as a person, a place or a thing, a quality or an idea is grammatically categorized as a noun, not adjective. Names as they apply to the natural person relates to the particular combination of vocal sounds and vibrations which are expressive of the individual designation of the person: a people, a place, an animal, or of a thing, etc. A name often denotes the possession of character of inheritance of heritage of pedigree of qualities and of things etc an older and mute position oriented grammat- grammatification grammaticification names are listed under sus- being susten- uh substantive susten- susten- okay a natural a natural person's name is properly given with honor culture and integrity. An absent of says say, an absence of forced servitude, state worship, slavery, color, or several little mortal meaning meaning civil little mortals meaning dead in view of the law, implies or harmonizes with his or her particular cosmologic constitution or nature makeup. Thusly, the cultured parents would not conceptually give their newborn offspring a name which contradicts the nature and or character of the being. The conscious oriented possess of choosing a name for the offspring was common was common nomen culture, the Asiatic nation before the Nicene, the Nicene Constantinopolitan or uh Nicene Cons- uh, uh, I would say Nicene Constant creed Consul Creed. Inquis- Inquisition Inquisitionist conquest of the Western hemisphere. The ancient Norman culture possess process would generally be reflective of the of the being's astrological sun sign, moon sign, ascendant. With consideration of the expressed nature and characteristics, which through horoscope marks the personality. The name chosen chosen as natural birth would also be reflective of his or her pedigree, family family bloodline, and be traceable through extended family, and through Native continuing relationships. First, first, the importance of names. A commonly read, commonly read and well-known literary example, the importance of names, nom, and attributes is expressed in Prophet Noble Torelli's historical doc- document speech as addressed by the Moors or addressed to the Moors. Northwest of Maximum, North America, 1913 AD. The following are excerpts. From divine warning by the prophet for the nations. Again, they cut me off from a few people, so I'm 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 trying to read as fast as I can here. Uh, okay. The citizens of the free national government, according to their national constitution, or all. One family bearing one free national name. It is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. Talking about the Ben Johnsons, Williams and Jones people with those names. Let me go on. And every nation must have a national descent name of their forefathers because honoring their fathers and thy mothers. Your days will be longer upon this earth, land," says the Prophet Noble Jewali. The Bible is another commonly read and well-known literary example of the importance of names, nomen, and attributes. While scholars of the world are well aware of the of the untoward conquest attentions fostered by the Roman Emperor Constantine, many truths have survived, in spite. A mass crusade book burnings, index, laborium, uh, uh an iron handed of oppression, there are all, there are still many ancient civilization principles clearly expressed through the altered and revised scripts and pages. The following are concept or are excerpts from the Bible text in other words, Holy Bible. For those who saw by those who did not ask. Ask me. I said here I am. Here I am, here I am, to a nation that was not called name. Hmm. Okay. This dealing with why you should have your names corrected. Not changed, but corrected. Have a name correction, not a name change. You're correcting your names. No, you're getting your free national names back. You're linking yourselves back to your ancient foremothers and forefathers. This is the first thing you must do. The prophet said at once, you know, if you don't do anything, get nationalized. No. But I'm getting ready to sound off my dear Asiatic sisters and brothers. Uh, I do not mean, mean to offend anyone. <clears throat> mean, all I mean is to educate. That's all I'm out here to do, to educate our people, because we need saving. If you want to have any more questions, call uh, 910-364-9099. 910-364-9099. Call 314 644 Four four two five, and I say all to all of you, peace and love and honor to the human family, and I hope I've done some good tonight. Thank you, peace and love to you all.